Greetings and welcome everyone to Making Sales Social Live, brought to you by Social Sales Link. I'm Bob Woods, the LinkedIn Sherpa, and I'm joined by fellow LinkedIn and social selling professional, also known as the LinkedIn Whisperer, Bryn Tillman. Hey, Bryn, what's up? Hey, Bob. Oh, just all good things LinkedIn. How about with you? Uh, same thing here. Absolutely. So we're going to be talking about something a little bit different, but how we can use what we already do for a more specific purpose. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. So we talk all the time here about using LinkedIn and social selling to start sales conversations. Mm -hmm. Well, what about the other end of things? In other words, how can both be used after the sale is complete? After all, do you want to drive your new customers loyalty and see repeat business from them? I hope you do. So, mm -hmm. Brent, before we talk about seven ways that our audience can use LinkedIn as social selling for customer loyalty, repeat business, any thoughts that you have on the on the topic in general? Um, absolutely. You know, nurturing is a big deal, and there are so many reasons. Number one, we absolutely want to make sure that we are always visible to our clients for more business, for internal referrals for ultimately you know, referrals externally. But the most important thing here is that we are staying top of mind. We're nurturing, we're making our clients feel valued. And not only will that create loyalty, but repeat business as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So now let's get into those seven ways. And number one is something that you've heard us say in several other ways, but it could be used very effectively here as well. Asking for votes specifically on LinkedIn polls. This is such a great way to get engagement. It's easy. It's a one click, right? So if we start, first of all, by taking inventory of our connections and taking a look at all of the clients that we're connected to, current or past, ultimately what we want to do is, you know, keep them engaged. So the polls, Bob, as you say, are really a great way to do this. Make sure you're not asking too vulnerable of a question here where they may not want to share their biggest challenge publicly. But it may be, you know, what's the number one priority that you have in your business going forward based on what, you know, you do. Don't make them feel like it's a pitch or a leading question, but it should give you some insights that can help you continue the conversation, right? And, and so there's lots of ways to use this poll. I just want to back up for one second here because I said something and I recognize we've got a gap that we need to fill first, which is we've got to make sure that you know what clients you're connected to and connect to the ones that you're not connected to. So taking inventory, although is not on our top seven list, really should be ground zero, right? <laughs> it really should be, as we go through this, we need to know who it is that we want to engage with. So exporting your connections or searching your first degree connections and recognizing who, what clients you are connected to and what ones you're not. And you can compare CRM to your LinkedIn connections. 
You can pull out your business cards, whatever it is that you do, look at your emails. But ultimately, in order to nurture those connections, to build that customer loyalty and get that repeat business, we need to be connected to them. So that yes. that should be ground zero. Then polls. Okay, what's number three there? Oh, well, do you actually, want to add- we're on number two So still. So um, be number two. Number two, because we kind of threw in a bonus there. So um, number two would be asking for their insights in comments. And I'm actually going to combine one and two really quick here, just for a quick comment on my own. People really enjoy it when you ask them for their opinions. And actually, this is going to be a thread throughout most, if not all of these points. You are reaching out to them and saying, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? What better way to not only stay in front of people, but but to prove your value to them and quite frankly, to hear, to show that you care about what they think. I can't think of a better way to engender customer loyalty and to potentially get repeat business just from doing that, no matter which of the ones that we're talking about here. So asking for their insights and comments is literally what this sounds like. It's about getting a post into someone's inbox. So in other words, you send it directly to their inbox and just say, Hey, just like you would in LinkedIn polls, you know, I know that, that you may have some thoughts on the subject of this post. Uh, if you like, please go ahead and share a comment or something like that, essentially. Yeah. So, so one of the things I, I might recommend is go deeper and more personal even, but I, this is a yes. And right. So get it. So one of the things in your When you've posted, there's a little paper airplane at the bottom where you can click, type someone's name and get that post in front of them. But it might be something like, you know, from working with you for the last six months, I recognize this is a topic I think that you'd have a lot of great insight on based on my experience with you. I would love just your perspective in comments, if you'd be willing. It'd be very helpful to me, but also to my commute, to the my network or my community. And if you can really personalize that, it's amazing. Side note on this, you can also click on the three dots and click a copy link to post and do a little video message. Hey, Bob, as as a LinkedIn profile genius, I would love your insights on this post that I just put out about the 10 things you need to do on your LinkedIn profile or whatever that is, right? And I do it in a video. I'm going to post a little link below to it. I appreciate your engagement. It will really bring value to the community or to my network or to the the LinkedIn world, whatever you want to say there. So I just want to kind of add those two cents in there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely love that. So number three is um, grabbing quotes. And we're talking quotes from, from your customers, specifically for Canva images. So these are quotes that you can put into a Canva image and then actually share on LinkedIn and other social channels too, to be quite honest with you, to to get their thoughts out and to add credibility to whatever subject that you deal with. Yeah, this is awesome to do during the sales process, after when you're getting, um, when you're talking with, with your buyers and the influencers inside the organization. And these are not, we'll get to this, but these are not quotes about you. These are quotes about their industry thought leadership, their perspective on something. It's about promoting them and their insights. If it's, you know, if if you're selling to similar buyers, 
they're going to want to see what their colleagues are saying. They're going to want to see what, you know, other industry leaders are saying. And it's interesting if you do this enough and you quote a lot of your clients and it could be more than one company, you're going to start to get people that reach out to get quoted by you. They don't realize they were all your clients and it will actually create inbound opportunities. Absolutely. And that's, and that's one of the things that this is all about. And then the other really great thing about grabbing quotes for these Canva images, several things that we're talking about and that we're going to be talking about, you can actually grab quotes from that and then just say, you know, Hey, I just interviewed on, I interviewed you on, on LinkedIn live, which is going to be number four spoiler alert. And I, and you said this, I would, I'd like permission from you to grab this quote and use it for a Canva image that I'll distribute more than likely. They will say, sure. I'm honored. Please go ahead and do that. So there are many, many ways to grab these quotes that have to do with your industry or, you know, again, like Bryn said, not about you and use them for the betterment of those who are in your network. So um, speaking of, let's go to number four, the spoiler alert that I Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. I issued before interviewing on LinkedIn Live, which if you're with us live on LinkedIn right now, this is what we are doing, a LinkedIn Live. So this is us. This is us. Yeah. So, you know, and in retrospect, we probably should have swapped these, right? Start with the LinkedIn Live and then go into the Canva. But, you know, interviewing someone not all, I mean, this is a client, someone that you've worked with. It deepens that relationship. It makes them feel valued. And it really, you know, it's the relationship that creates the customer loyalty and the, you know, and the repeat business. Um, if they're, if you continue to build that rapport, if someone comes in to undercut you, they're like, oh, no, no, we got a guy, we got a gal, right? Because they have a relationship with you. And when you can promote them and interview them, it just, it makes them feel good. And you continue to really just build that, that strengthened relationship and promote them at the same time. Yep. 100%. That's great. And, and I mean, you know, interviewing on, on LinkedIn live is just, it's an experience in and of itself that they're going to remember, especially if they've never done it before. And, you know, who knows, they may do LinkedIn lives themselves because of their experience with you, which again, then solidifies you in their minds even more because you're the one who got them started on this path. So, I mean, you know, it's great. all yeah. It's all good. Uh, side note, I would Jeb Blunt um from Sales Gravy, I interviewed him. It was his first LinkedIn live that he'd ever been on. And he's like a big wig, right? Like so that was kind of cool. That stands out and that and it was to help promote his book and now I matter more. I hope. There you go. <laughs> there you Perfect go. Perfect example. Perfect example yeah. of that. Yeah. So let's get to number 5 now and this one's pretty easy to do. Endorsing for skills. So this is when you go on someone else's LinkedIn profile and you endorse them 
for the skills that you know that they have. So in other words, mm-hmm. you're not going to, to someone and just picking a couple skills and just endorsing them for that. It's got to be skills that you not only know that they're good at, but these are all, they also should be skills that other people who are looking at their profile are going to care about too, because, you know, Someone may be good at at Excel spreadsheets if they're selling something that's totally different and non-IT related or whatever. Who cares about Excel spreadsheets? It should be the things that they are good at and you know that they're good at. One of the reasons I love this, and we're talking about customer loyalty, repeat business, but a lot of this is staying top of mind. When you endorse someone for a skill that you've experienced, as Bob said, they're actually going to get prompted to thank you. And that to me is kind of a genius thing inside of LinkedIn. So it'll say, Bob, Bryn Tillman uh, endorsed you for this skill. Thank her. Literally. And there's a little button with a predetermined message that he can edit that thanks me for endorsing him for those skills. This starts a conversation on a consistent basis, right? They're, they're going to thank you for it most likely. Um, and it makes them feel good. And in, I, customer loyalty really is going to come from you serving your client the right way. That, like, that's got to be the foundation. But the next piece is that you're staying in front of them, that they feel relevant. When I have a vendor come back and engage on something, I feel good about them. And if they'd reach out to have a call with me, I'm much more likely to take a call, even if I don't think I have a need right now, because they engaged with my stuff or they endorsed me for something. It, it, it just warms it up. And there's uh, a, lot, a lot higher success rate when you've made them feel good for them to want to take your call. Endorphins. Excellent. Yes. Endorphins. Everyone loves, everyone loves endorphins. That's like a t-shirt or something like that. Everyone loves endorphins. Um, Number six is making introductions to potential referral partners. So if anyone is in like networking groups and things like that, you know, the power of this, you know, how powerful it is to refer people to other referral partners, because in this way, everyone gains all, all of the proverbial ships are lifted and it's just excellent stuff. High tide rises all ships. That's it. Thank you. I knew we were getting there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. So just a couple things on this, make sure you understand your client's client, who it is they serve. So, and understand who are some of their referral partners. Now, if you're selling into the IT department, there's a good chance that IT guy probably doesn't want to meet someone for business development. But if you get to know them, they may like, you know, I, you know oh yeah, we, we, we're we always looking for, you know, people that work with Python. I don't know, like find out who it is they want to meet. This is something that should be in your CRM. Who is the perfect person? If you have a salesperson, maybe it's a salesperson that sells to the same type of buyer, but is not a competitor. So one of the things when you're getting to know your client is understand who it is they want to meet. Now, if you're looking to really bring value to them, search your own connections to find out that who who you know that would be either an ideal recruit for them, if that's what's important or an ideal referral partner. And I would reach out to that referral partner and say, hey, I have a client, here's the company. I think the two of you could really have some synergies and potentially make some referrals for one another. Are you open to the introduction? 
So you're getting agreement on both sides before you make it. But when you make an introduction, I'm going to just, I know I always diverge into something else. I had a a client that I made an introduction to that closed a piece of business that was more than 10 times what he paid me. So he's like, you're my best sales rep this year, right? And so think about, he's going to continue to work with us. I mean, this was a long time ago, but he would continue to work. His business has been bought out since, by the way. But, um, you know, he would continue to, to work with us us simply because an introduction a year is worth what he'd pay us, right? Like, I just think in terms of uh, they wouldn't switch vendors, even if they were a little bit more, uh, if they were a little bit more affordable, because think of the business they'd be missing out on the back end since you're such a good referral partner. So keep that in mind in creating that loyalty. 100%. So the, mm-hmm. so the final one that we're going to talk about is using recommendations two ways. And the two ways that we're talking about are incoming and outgoing. So not only you giving recommendations yourself to others, but obviously people giving recommendations to you. Yeah. And I love this. And you, a lot of the salespeople go, whoa, 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 why am I going to recommend a client? Because we're talking about client loyalty and repeat business, right? So why am I going to recommend a client? Well, I have clients that I've been working with for years that I absolutely love. They coordinate the training. They coordinate the coaching and all of those things, right? And so I work closely with them. And if I go out and recommend them as being an amazing client, and I, you know, I love working with them, they, it, all these fabulous things, guess what happens? My recommendation lives on her profile. So when people are at her profile, they're seeing that I that they hired me and they worked with me. So it's a win-win every single time. So obviously we're going to ask for recommendations from our clients, but the client loyalty and the repeat business is going to come from you. A second piece to that is that you're recommending them. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like um, if you're if you're in BNI and you recognize the phrase giver's gain, this is like giver's gain to the next level. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. We got through that in pretty we, good time. Yes, we did. Uh, I, I I know everyone likes it when, when we can do that. So uh, thanks again for joining us on Making Sales Social Live. If you're with us live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter right now, we do this sucker every week. Keep an eye out for our live sessions. If you're listening to us on our podcast and you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button because that way you'll see all of our previous shows and be alerted to when new ones drop. If you want more information on our podcast, no matter where you're coming from, it's at socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Pretty simple, I hope, I think. We do two shows weekly, this one and our Making Sales Social Interview Series, where we talk with leaders and experts in sales, marketing, business, and many, many more areas. So when you're out and about, make sure that your sales are... Social. Thanks, everybody. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.